Well, hello again. So I'm, I'm actually working on um, a document, an ebook type thing on um, the specific habits that um, so far I have adopted or am adopting, which have been the most important, the, the biggest game changers for me. Of course, they're going to be different for everyone, but I can only speak from what I know. So that's what I'm working on. But um, it's, it's actually before you even start to adopt new habits, before you even start to decide what new habits you're going to adopt, it's really important to get clarity on where you want to go with the habits, what you're trying to create. So the whole premise of what I'm saying here is that you are, you well, whether you want to or not, whether you know it or not, the future you, the you that you will be in five years, in 10 years, in 15 years, in terms of what you look like, what shape you are, how you stand, what your, what your posture is like, how you move, whether you move fluidly and like an animal or whether you move stiffly and can't get down to bend to um, do up your own shoelaces, how you interact with your loved ones, how easily you make friends, um, what your life looks like, what, what work you're in, how much money you're making, what you're spending your money on, what you're eating, how well you cook, whether you can play any musical instruments, whether you are really good at a sport, all those things, the, the, the future you. You are building that. You are building that with the things you do every day, right now, today. And if you haven't decided what that future you, what you want it to be like, and you haven't figured out how to get from where you are now to there, I mean, maybe you're already there now, maybe you are living the perfect life. But if you're not, if there's a gap between what you would like to, what what your life and yourself, what you'd like that to look like in the future, if there's a gap between now and future, you're building that, you're creating that. And if you don't think about your habits, if you just have them and do what everyone else does without really planning them, your future is not going to be what you want. It's going to be something else. And in 20 years, let's say, for example, um, when you've got your new diagnosis of diabetes or when you've developed rheumatoid arthritis or you've developed some cancers or you're just that much more overweight than you were, that's going to be based in large part on the everyday things you do at, between now and then. So it's not going to be some accident. It's not going to be something that just fell from the sky. It's going to be something that you've inadvertently created. So this is not about saying, oh, it's all your fault, because, of course, we don't know we're doing these things and we don't mean to do them. But if we're going to start having some agency over what we do, we need to plan. We need to think about it. So the first thing to do is to get some clarity. What do you want your future you to look like is the first step. And then after that, how are you going to get there? 
So I've always found talking to myself aloud to be a really useful way to clarify things if I'm obscure, if I don't really know what the future me is that I want um, and I don't really understand the problems that are in the way and what I need to change. I go for a walk with the dog every morning and every afternoon and I talk to myself aloud. I check that there's no one listening, but you don't have to. That's optional. I don't think they'd really care or notice half the time. And it's, it's, I just start with, okay, so what do I want? What is it that I'm bothered by? What, what is it that's on my mind? What am I churned up about if I am or what's, what's troubling me? What am I unsatisfied with? What do I want to change? What am I trying to achieve? Who do I want to be in five years? And, I mean, I can't take you through one of those conversations right now because they are different. They're always different. Every day they're different. And talking to yourself is just one way of doing it. Another way is to write it down. It doesn't have to be in a journal. It can be on some random scrap of paper and you don't have to keep it. It's not necessarily a work of art. It's you getting your thoughts out, a mind map is another way to do it, right? One word in the middle of the page, like whatever the problem is, um, surround it with a circle and then draw a line and write another word that is relevant and that occurs to you and then circle that and then draw another line and just create a little map of all the things that arise in your mind in response to writing down that first thing, the problem, and all the things related to it. And these are all different ways of getting those thoughts out of your mind where they're going round and round in circles, where they're stuck in a maze and they can't find the way out and you can't necessarily as easily put the thoughts together that go together that actually lead to the solution in a logical way. You just have a random thought here, a random thought there, and then you're back to the first random thought, and then you're back to, and you go around in circles. That's what happens in my mind, anyway. Um, and getting it out there onto a piece of paper or vocalizing it. Oh, another one is great is put it onto your voice memo on your phone and then um, listen to it later, listen to it straight after and then listen to it like a few days later and listen to it next week. I mean, eventually you'll want to delete it because you'll hate the sound of it uh, or maybe not. Maybe you've had some fantastic insights from it. A lot of really good insights have come from, from doing that. So invent different ways to do it. Telling a friend is also good as long as the friend has been briefed to not give advice, opinion, um, judgment, try and pro solve the problem for you as long as the friend can just listen, listen only. And then what's really helpful at the end is the friend um, repeats back to you what you said but not in the same words. So summarises what you said to double-check that they've understood it and that will often lead you to be much more clear. So getting clarity, finding out, figuring out, what it is you want to be in the future, where, how, what, look, what you look like, what you earn, what you eat, who your friends are, what you do with your day, all that stuff. 
figuring that out, being honest about where you are today in relation to that, not yet necessarily looking at how you're going to get there. First, actually just clarifying where you want to go. And then just having a bit of a, a, a brainstorm, an outward brain, brainstorm where you um, speak aloud or record your voice or mind map or journal or write it down to get it out of your head or tell a friend, get it out of your head so that it will become more clear. And, hey, it's not a one-off thing. It's not something that you'll do once and, oh, I now know my life path, that's it, I'm sorted. It's something you do regularly, whether it's every day or every week. You keep on doing it. The more you do it, the more things will become clear. You could set yourself a challenge. You could say for the next 30 days, the next 40 days, I'm going to spend five minutes a day talking to myself about something I want to get clear on. It doesn't even matter what it is. You could pick um, a conflict you're having or a situation at work, something that you want to get clear on, something that's bothering you and you're not sure what to do and it keeps coming back to you and you just want some clarity. So tip, um, if you want clarity, set yourself a challenge. Every day pick a method. don't have to do the same method every day. Spend five minutes getting it out of your head, out there, and clarity will come over time. Okay, that's it from me for today.